0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie, come on, everybody boogie, bubba tonight.
1: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie, come on, everybody boogie, bubba tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie, come on, everybody boogie, bubba tonight. Let's go! Hello there! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us. Daily Boogie How you been? (laughs) It's good to see you Thanks for sparing some time Thanks. Hey, thanks for coming out tonight How you been? Good I haven't seen you around here actually For like, I don't know, five, six weeks Something like that Where have you all been? I've been here the whole time I was starting to think you didn't like me because, like, I was I was coming in, like, you know, Monday, 6 p.m., like we always have. I was coming in, doing the show, and nobody was showing up. And I was like, uh oh. hey, but I don't want to hang out anymore. So I don't know what's changed. I don't know what's brought you back here tonight, but we've been here every single night. Seriously. And if anyone comes in late uh, to the show, if anyone comes in late, and joins the chat and says hey you're back I just want all of you to remind because now you're in on the joke if you're here now you get it so if anyone comes in later I need you all to just go along with it and say bro it's been on like every night where the fuck have you been okay. fuck them <laughs> thank you for joining us it's good to see you again uh, yes if you want to support the show share the show out Mr. Fun, Kimmy with the diamond. Thank you for joining us, Kimmy. And just like that, the earth was recalibrated. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We may require a little recalibration during the show because I've got a lot of fun stuff here tonight. And you know when I say fun stuff, I mean more tragic than death itself. When I say fun stuff, you know I mean half a bottle of Valium. That's what That's what we're talking about here tonight. I got a lot of fun stuff for you. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Edition of the program. Like I said, if you'd like to support the show, just share that shit out. Throw a link out there. See what you can catch. See what you can dredge up. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of idiots out there on the internet who would just love this. <laughs> so if you want to help out, go go find them. I, I assume most of your friends are idiots. Most of mine are. I'm not saying you are. Obviously, you're not because you're here. You know it. But idiots love this stuff. Thank you for joining us. Monday Night Edition Daily Boogie podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, we've got a lot of serious stuff to get into. So how about if I kick off tonight with an upbeat number, a positive story? Would you like to hear some positive fucking news for a change? I know I would. Wouldn't you? Press press one in the chat if you would like to hear some positive news. Thank you, Kimmy, in the chat. I don't tell my friends about you. That's a good start. <laughs> I think we need to hear some positive news. You know what's positive in this this current era, this current age of you know indecision. We 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 don't know what's going on in the world. We don't know. The people who are running the show for us, we do not they don't know what they're doing, so we can't possibly know what they're doing. And, you know, debt's going up and fear's ramping up and there's so much confusion and conflict everywhere in our lives, our boring, pointless, shitty lives. It's not getting any better. So how about some positive news? You know what I find positive in this day and age, ladies and gentlemen? People keeping us safe. That's right. Thank you for protecting me. You know, I like to keep you abreast of what's happening down here in the land down under, the pearl of the South Pacific, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I've got good news for you. Our elected officials are keeping us safe
0: to another heartbreaking hotel quarantine story that's emerging this morning. This is Anthony McCormick, a Cairns man who's been living in Canada, racing home to his mum in a Brisbane hospital after she was diagnosed with cancer. So I went to school with Anthony at St Augustine's uh, in Cairns. Uh, He's right now in New South Wales. Quarantine has been granted an exemption to leave. However, Queensland Health are denying his entry to the
1: state. Anthony joins us now from hotel quarantine. Anthony, I wish it was great, isn't it? You can fly from Canada to literally the other, the opposite side of the fucking world. From Canada to Australia and then get within two hours flight of your mother who is dying of cancer, who you've traveled across the world to see. Her apple pie and cream, her pride and joy, her sweet little baby boy, (laughs) he's gone literally to the other side of the planet from Canada to Australia lands in Australia and says alright I better get off to mum she doesn't have much time left and, and the state government in Queensland said sorry you can't come in because COVID bro <laughs> hey? how do you like them apples I, I don't know if it's based or heartless I can't tell the difference anymore Hey, come on, come on, come on, get on a plane, we'll make sure you see your mum, and then you knock on the door and they don't let you in. Incredible stuff. Let's carry on.
0: It was under better circumstances, my man, uh, in talking to you. Um, firstly, how are you doing? Hey, how, how is your mum doing?
1: Oh, she's not good, obviously. Uh, g'day, Carl, yeah. Uh, she
0: passed away last night. Um <gasps>
1: I would just like to thank um, the Queensland government and, you know, here on Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, here on Team YouTube, you know we promote safety in the community here on this program. Me and Susan, or as I like to call her Suze, I call her Suze. So you wouldn't hear me talking about things like, you know, how these draconian measures are like ripping the soul out of our societies. And so I wouldn't, I would never say things like that because that would be science denial. And we can't be doing that here at Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. We just, we just can't. So this was obviously the right call then. One can only surmise based on the fact that we can't say how awful and draconian and brutal this kind of thing is because we can't say that because that would be science denial. Which, which in turn, believe it or not, in 2021 also means white supremacy, believe it or not. I shit you not. <laughs> so we wouldn't want to be, you know, pulled into that fucking black hole. So here on Team YouTube, we support this measure. You know why? Because it's it's keeping people safe, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to keep people safe. So unfortunately, can't see mum. And mum had to go away. And you know, yeah, they're, they're keeping us safe. They're protecting. They're, they're protecting me, Anthony. I wish it was under better circumstances. Thank you for protecting. You know, this man's tears prove that it was obviously the right decision. Thank you, thank you, governments in Australia. And you're doing a fuck. You're doing a hell of a job, aren't you? Winning the hearts and minds of people. Jesus Christ, man. My man, uh, in talking to you, um, firstly... Bear in in mind, um, this is the first item I have for you tonight. So, a little bit of background. I've given you the brutalist intro. Now now I'll go a little bit of background. We're doing this like Tarantino. So, it's now... If you're not familiar with this program, by the way, I live in Sydney, um, Australia's largest city like I said before, the pearl of the South Pacific, the most beautiful city in the fucking, I'm going to call it the world. Fuck everybody else. Fuck them. It's the most beautiful city in the world. So it's definitely the most beautiful city in like the Oceania, Asia region. Definitely. I'm going to say top three for worldwide, but definitely the best one around here. Uh, my my fantastic city, the wonderful city that I love, has, is we're now in like, Week four or week five of a lockdown, which we'll get into it. But I just want everybody to know, because here at Team YouTube, we you know we believe in science and all that shit. Uh, I just want everybody to know that even though it's like week five now, we are getting updates every two weeks saying just two more weeks. Believe it or not, I'm I'm not even joking. The Premier announced last night that the current two week lockdown will be extended by two weeks. Oh, wow. Well, that seems strange, doesn't it? Well, I, I'm glad they, they're protecting me from these. Who knew? Minister of Fun, Kimmy with Diamond, we present one for good news, you big, meanie head. Yeah, I know. This is good news, though. It's only going to get worse. Um, Yeah. Who, who would have thought, huh? Here we are in like month 15 or thereabouts of, you know, the COVID world, the COVID reality. Who would have thought that the two more weeks line would, one, still be getting used and two, still be working on people? I'm not even joking. I still, I I swear to God, I still have people who say to me, bro, just two more weeks and they mean it. They're not even being sarcastic when they do it. I, 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 don't, I don't even know what to say to them anymore. I just go, okay. <laughs> I swear. I don't even argue. I go, oh, good. Thank God it's only two more weeks. What are you supposed to do? Gypsy of diamonds with the diamond. There did you steal the diamond, Gypsy. I missed everyone. Well, everyone I'm sure missed you too, Gypsy. Thank you for joining us. Just two more. Just two more weeks. That's all it'll take. And, you know, I look like I've been sniffing turpentine when they tell me this. I'm like, What? Really? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Two more weeks, huh? So that's where we're at here in Sydney. So what I'm doing tonight, this might end up having to be a series of shows because I've just been collecting little pieces, little bits and pieces here and there over the last kind of five weeks. And it's a nice little catalogue. It's it's shown you how things have ramped up in a very very heavily in a very short space of time. S- Sydney and Victoria as well, the Melbourne Melbourneians. But who gives a fuck about them, honestly? <laughs> but Sydney in particular, because it's more important than Melbourne, clearly. Um, it's just Sydney's just punch drunk right now. Because in the space of four weeks, we've now gotten to a stage where people are getting arrested again, right? But don't worry, we'll get to all that. So, like I said, I've been collecting things like over the last month, and that's when I, I obviously came across this. This is from about three weeks ago, this story, about the eighth. So we'll work our way from then to current day. But like I said, I've got that much shit on this. It might end up having to be a mini series, but let's carry on nonetheless. Thank you for joining us. If you came in late, by the way, uh, if you missed the intro, I, I don't know where you've been. Because I've been doing this show for, you know, weeks. I haven't stopped doing the show, so I don't know where you've been. There were people in the chat earlier, bef- just before you came in, and they were saying, wow, where is everybody? I mean, you know, we used to get so many more people in here. It's like It's like a whole bunch of people didn't even know the show was on or something for the last six weeks. Swear to God. So it's nice to see you back, but I'd like to know where you've been this whole time. And it always starts at seven. Yes, correct. Stefan in the chat. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Always, always at six. It's always at six, Steph. What are you talking about? How are you doing? Hey, how, how is your mum doing? Uh, G'day,
0: Carl. Yeah. Uh, she passed away last night. Oh. Um, oh. And uh, so that was... Uh, oh, mate. You know, we thought we might get a, another week out of that. Um, so it's sort of the the end of the road there. Thank
1: Thank you for coming. I'll see see you in hell. hell. So he's travelled from Canada to Australia, literally the other side of planet fucking Earth, only to land in his home country and be told he can't travel from one state to the next to see his dying, his terminally ill dying mother in her last moments on Earth because COVID, bro. But he could come from Canada... Now, what you're going to learn about... So he's in a hotel room now. He had to sit there in a, ho- in a hotel room while his mother died. And he couldn't go and see her for I'm one more time.
2: Like Holy shit!
1: Ducks Regionist think- Ducks- dropping a guinea on us. Thank you very much, Ducks. Very generous of you. Feels, it feels a little awkward taking it under these circumstances, though, I've got to admit. Wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for anybody to, like, while we're talking about this poor man not being able to go and see his dying mother because COVID. I wasn't expecting anybody at that point to say, here, have a Ninjagini, mate. Ring the bell.
2: This one's on me. cheese, I wasn't man. That.
1: Thank you very much, Dux Regis. So he flies to his home country. He can't cross the border into the next state to see his dying mother because COVID, bro. What you're going to learn about this as he's giving this interview Uh, from the hotel room, there's a little bit of Ollie Robinson about this guy, except he didn't tweet anything. He's just being fucked. He's just being fucked by the government. Because what you're about to learn is not only did this man manage to get from Canada to Australia only to be denied entry into a state in Australia to see his dying mother, he also tested negative for coronavirus four times. He'd say he didn't have it. Before he left and while he was in quarantine, negative tests, a a, a clear green ticks on every fucking possible chance he could get to get tested. Green ticks all the way, all the way down the page. Nut, sorry, can't come in. (music) Sorry, sir. We don't care if your mother is dying. If you, and you don't have coronavirus, you've tested negative, if you manage to get from one state to the next to see your dying mother, then the world will come to an end. We've got to keep people safe. Any like that?
0: Um, oh, man. So
1: she was basically put on blood transfusions
0: uh, for as long as she could stand it <clears throat> until I could get there. Um, she
1: hung on she
0: was she was very upset that that i couldn't get in there to see her (sighs) and uh that was really what she was hanging on for jesus christ
1: so her last moments on earth her last moments on earth weren't you know thinking of you know holding his hand and, and thinking about gee what a life we've had and what a boy I've raised and I'm so proud of you and I love you and goodbye and all that shit no 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 her last moments on earth were alone in a bed um, wishing that she could see her son who was just like an hour away but he wasn't allowed in because of fucking coronavirus do you believe that shit? <clears throat> even though he flew all the way from Canada to see her happy days huh? there's there's something worth bringing up here like even before we get into the ne- I've, I swear I've got better stuff for you yeah a little update from Australia There's there's a question worth asking I think and I don't think enough people are even asking this question either intentionally or whatever but okay yes it's important to do what we can to you know to the best of our ability not exact harm on other people and each other, right? I get that, yes. But there's also a consideration has to be made of, like, yes, we want to get through this, okay? Yes, we want to get to the end of this, but what do we want to look like when we do? Who's who's asking that question? What kind of a society do we want to be in order to get past this? Okay? I was thinking through the week, and let's see, you know, what clever little internet cookies you really are. What do our governments say to us in the aftermath of a terror attack? Think about it. What do they say? What do they say we must not do after a terror attack? 100 internets to the person who answers. What shouldn't we do after a terror attack? Yep. Yes. Yep. Got some clever cookies in the chat. Yes, we must carry on. <laughs> Go shopping. Move on. Don't let it stop you. No one deserves a society, Lou Frigg. No, I'm not sure they say that. What they generally say is, we cannot let this change us, right? If we let this change us, then the terrorists win. That's the kind of shit they say. So I put it to you that a terrorist threat is still a threat. And if you believe that coronavirus is indeed a threat, then it is also a threat. A threat is a threat is a threat. And, you know... Even though society is tracking kind of downhill of late, we still still kind of have principles here that are supposed to be important. And I think they are important to most people. We have principles that are worth protecting. Okay? And after a terror attack or something like that, they say we can't change who we are. We mustn't change. In the face of this threat, we must remember who we are and stick to our principles. Otherwise, they win. And so I put it to you, terror attacks are a threat. Coronavirus is now the threat, okay? So why isn't anyone asking what kind of society are we going to be in order to win here? Because if we win doing things like, for example... Creating, you know, systems of mass surveillance or brutally denying, you know, situations like we just watched, turning everyday actions into criminal actions, you know, police arresting people because they're walking around without a mask on or something like that. If if we come out the end of this, how about, for example, uh, two tiered society problems? One set of rules for people who are vaccinated, another set of rules for people who aren't. I'll get to that later on. You know, if if we're here to meet a threat, and if the threat is coronavirus, and you want to beat coronavirus, you want to win, we all do. Fine. But why isn't anyone asking what kind of society we are we going to be at the end of it? Because what if it's not... What if it's not worth it? Genuine question. What if in order to win here we have to completely change who we are and what we do? Do you want to stick around for that? Do you want to do you want to be able to you know kiss the ring and cross the border and You know, hold the hand of the dying society. Or if we get to the end of this, having upturned every social norm, you know, and every cultural norm, and everything we know about privacy, and every, every, all the issues kind of rolled up. If we get to the end of it and completely change all of that, well, it's like, well, did we really win here? because it just seems like we've found we're finding, you know, inventive ways to keep losing at this point. Where you can fly from one side of the earth to the other, literally, to be denied access to a dying family member even though you've tested negative for coronavirus four times and you don't have it. When we get to the end of this, you know, what's what's our society going to look like here? And a whole bunch, I think this is the hard part, a whole bunch of people who purport to represent, you know, these concerns are right now, they, they couldn't be further away from that. They could not care less. It's do what I say or fuck you. And that's the way they're pushing forward here. So I've got a quiz. I've got a quick quiz question for you. What if, ladies and gentlemen, what if, Press, you know, this is a multiple choice, okay? Press one in the chat if you think that the government of Australia has punished this man enough. <laughs> You're going to love this. Pre- Pre- <laughs> no, it's not a trick. Press one in the chat if you think the government of Australia or, the, you know, whichever government we're talking I think the state government in Queensland here, but another government's about to come into it if that gives you a hint. Um Press 1 in the chat if you think government has hurt this man enough. Now, people are you're already voting 1 and I haven't even given you the second option yet. Press 2 in the chat if you think the government can still squeeze a little more pain out of this. I would like to remind you, we're talking about the government. (laughs) Press 2 in the chat if you think the government has still got some more pain to inflict on this man. Jim's the first one and the only one who said, yep, two. <laughs> Jim right in there. Two. <laughs> That's a two, eh? That's a two from me, eh? Oh, you better fucking believe it's a two, ladies and gentlemen. They could still inflict a little more pain on this on this gentleman. May I present to you? May I present to you part two of this drama? In part one, being denied access to see your dying mother, ladies and gentlemen. Part two, being denied access to attend her funeral. I'm not even. Lo- I'm not even joking. All right. So couldn't see mum while she was still alive. She dies while we're in hotel quarantine, and now we have to go through hotel quarantine again. Because we went to the state, which means we're now going to miss her funeral. Yes.
0: Yes. Grieving alone in a Sydney quarantine hotel after the slow cogs of bureaucracy kept him from his mother's side in her final days. This thing just gets, you know, just keeps getting more and more difficult for me. Denied the chance to farewell his mum, Julie, Anthony McCormick now fears he'll miss her funeral in Brisbane next week because Sydney's a hotspot. (sighs) Oh. <laughs>
1: <Huh>? <laughs> Holy shit. And no, I'm not laughing at this guy, clearly. If you listen to the first half an hour of the show, you'll know I'm not laughing at this guy. But it's kind of like when I don't know. Let's say you escape a rapist and murderer who's trying to attack you, you know, in your house only to run out the front and get hit by a bus. That's what I'm laughing at here. The, the, the sick, you know, a, a, a clown dying. It's Pagliacci. <laughs> <laughs> tragic comedy at its finest. And they're not even hiring professional writers, ladies and gentlemen. The government is the, are the greatest authors of tragic comedy the world has ever known. It's just so many people still take it seriously. They, they haven't got it yet. They haven't figured out the joke yet. No, no, no. It is a sick joke, per- perpetuated on all of us at various times. When you want to cut a tree down in your front yard and the local council finds you because you didn't go through, you know, an environmental protection, uh, protection agency fucking audit first. But this is my land. It's my tree. I can do what I want with it. That's, guess again, sir. Whether it's that... Whether it's a parking fine when you don't deserve it. Whether it's some weird council regulation which means you're on the wrong side of the street to get water or some sh- Whatever it is. Whatever the little bureaucratic hurdle is. It is I'm, I'm now convinced after this story that the only reason it exists is to perpetuate sick jokes on us which only a few people find funny. And I'm starting to now. I starting to go oh yeah I get it <laughs> it's about it's about fucking us all with 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 anger that's that's what we're doing here oh great good stuff fantastic stuff <laughs> all right let's carry on let's carry let's carry on for this this fuck this poor
0: guy kept him from his mother's side in her final days. This thing just gets, you know, just keeps getting more and more difficult for me. Denied the chance to farewell his mum, Julie, Anthony McCormick now fears he'll miss her funeral in Brisbane next week because Sydney's a hotspot. Four formal notices I have from Queensland that I, I have to quarantine if I go into, into Brisbane. You know, that will have meant I've been locked up for a month. That's despite four negative tests and police escorting him straight from the airport to the hotel. <laughs>
1: that so not only is he tested negative four times to coronavirus he's been in he's been in quarantine for a fucking month he's tested negative four times he even got a police escort to the airport there was no possible chance he could have mingled with anybody at all under police escort and the government says sorry not good enough It's, it's sick, isn't it? It's sick at this point. It is a sick fucking joke.
2: Well, look, we'll, we'll talk to him about that.
0: You know, they're quite happy commenting on it, about it in the media, but, oh. but I've never received a, a personal phone call yet. Which...
1: Wouldn't you know it? The politicians are in front of the TV camera while this poor is locked up in a hotel room for a month, not being able to see his dying mother or attend her funeral. The, the politicians are in, sitting in front of a camera going, oh, yeah, we'll sort that out. We'll talk to him, blah, blah, blah. And here he is going, you know, no one's even called me. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? I mean, it's. I'm sure it's just coincidence. I'm sure the secretary misplaced your number. You know. I'm sure it was I'm sure it was an accident.
0: Chief health officer told reporters, <laughs> Anthony.
1: <laughs> Renee in the chat. No biggie, mate. You'll make her next funeral. What <laughs> the savage
0: <laughs> would be allowed to enter Queensland freely provided he takes transport directly to the airport
1: if he does that no he does not need to quarantine
0: oh, really? the premier standing by her assertion Queensland Health was progressing Anthony's case when Julie succumbed to cancer last Wednesday oh, really? despite an email from
1: that's what happened no, no 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 we were progressing your case but then she unfortunately died while we were processing the paperwork if that makes you feel better well really no it doesn't You know what I love most about the government is their willingness to take three times as long as it would take any normal human being to do anything because of the mountains of paperwork that they do. keeping all those people employed. I think it's wonderful. The health department
0: stating Anthony's matter was closed oh. after denying his exemption.
2: I haven't read it. I'm not.
1: <laughs> I haven't read it. I don't bother with these things. Fuck the citizens. Uh, <laughs> look at From this. From the health
0: department stating.
1: Dear Anthony, thank you for your inquiry to Health Directions Exemption Service. (laughs) I am writing to advise you that your request for an exemption has not been approved. It's like The Simpsons, you know. Your application has been denied. Not approved for exemption for transfer uh, transfer from New South Wales to Queensland during quarantine period. Must complete 14 days quarantine in government-approved hotel in first port of arrival. As no approval has been provided, your request has now been closed. Kind regards. Your your request has been closed. You know, I don't know why all these white, you know, right wing extremists have such a problem with the government. Have you? Do you know why they don't like the government? I don't know. Why. What is it with them? What is it with them? And you know, the tension and torment and turmoil that comes with dealing with a faceless bureaucracy that just replies to your very sincere, heartfelt um, requests with, you know, stock standard copy-paste forms. I mean, what is it about that that people don't like? You know, I think I love the government more when they treat me like this because it proves to me that they care. They're very busy, ladies and gentlemen. They're busy out there fixing the world for us. Keeping us safe. Thank you for keeping me safe, Mr. Anthony.
0: Anthony's matter was closed after Good. denying his exemption. Yes. I
2: haven't read it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to
0: comment. Jeanette Young says she was waiting on a negative test result. Really? I only
1: got that result, unfortunately, yep. from New South Wales yep. after his mother. Ah, oh, yeah, of course. That's what it was. It was somebody else's problem. <laughs> it was somebody else's fault in a different state. All oh, right. Sir, if you'd like to fill out form 1-372H1, which is a request to acquire a form in order to complain about the health times with Queensland Health. I'm sorry, New South Wales Health. You'll have to get a different form for Queensland. Mm. Thank you for keeping me safe. Fantastic. How do you like that? <laughs> All right. Man, we've got so much more to get through, and there's a couple of little videos that I want to share with you. So, tell you what, let's take a quick, very quick little break, and we'll get right back into it on the other side. Stick around. You. You're on the Daily Boogie Podcast Monday night. It's good to be back. See you in a couple. <laughs>
0: Ni
2: hao Boogie. This is a frozen Asian and uh, I heard about what
0: you said about China and uh, well uh, you are Guaylo. Yeah, you are Guaylo. Stop being Guaylo. Aloha and welcome to Pirate Radio. Ladies of Liberty, the hot seat. Or maybe this is my daily traffic report. I don't know. As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, but anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person P L T C S. Aloha. You gave him a loaded shotgun. Well, you don't give a toil without batteries. Come and get your Tootsie Rolls!
1: It's Irrational Times, Original Music, Interactive Trivia, Games, Guests, VHS Rec, Adult Learning Center, Window Repair, Flight Trainer, Kosher Catering, and now introducing the lovely assistant.
2: I
0: do dip jobs here I use only the finest chip to mine with an organic jab
2: to produce the highest quality chip jabs. Full by those imitation jibjabs jabs made in Chinese sweatshops. Enjoy fair trade jibjabs made locally here in Canada. Due to the outcome of a previous court case, the lovely assistant is prohibited from jib-jabbing outside of Canada.
1: I mean, let's... I mean, if we're gonna go full... Public full transparency? Let's see all of it because I guarantee you what the Democrats were doing was criminal, Im- impeachable activities routinely. Hey, where do the llamas like to be petted? You know, I'm gonna be real honest. I don't think you look very nice. Hmm.
2: This Justin! The global officials that can help all, also known as got you, have now banned all boogie and boogie related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right this world can get you down. There's a one thing you can do. You gotta get back up and shake your all around. You no
0: know one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie Come on, everybody, with your tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna
1: boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie boogie tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie boogie tonight. Coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us, Monday Night Edition Daily Boogie Podcast. Don't forget to follow some of our friends Rational Times on later tonight. Coffee Talk, Sandra, I think, will be around. So much more to get through here. So we started off with uh, the government keeping us safe from dying cancer patients and they're they're <laughs> can't believe i just can't believe that fucking i'm still getting over that fucking story the government's keeping us safe from dying cancer patients and men who have tested negative for coronavirus four times who want to see their dying mother thank you for keeping us safe from them by the way i mean who knows who knows what kind of horrors might have been unleashed on the unwitting society had that man been able to see his dying mum. But, you know, them's the breaks, I guess. Thank you for keeping me safe. We've all got to make sacrifices. We're all in this together. I don't know if you know that or not. So that was a while ago. A little bit after that, ladies and gentlemen, we Happy have a
2: situation. Winning underscore TV took ten dollars. Oh, thank you, Welcome sir. Welcome back from the non-existent hiatus, King of Boogie. Thank you, sure <laughs> In honor of your return, here is a nice Victor
1: video. A nice, a nice Victor video. Okay, let's have a look at the Victor uh, Victor video. Thank you for joining us, Winning TV. dlive.tv slash Winning TV. What have you sent here? I'm sh- what have you sent here? I'm sure it's terrible. It usually is. It's usually confusing and awful. <laughs>
0: Oh, is that the chicken guy? That's the chicken guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you should know that the man with the power of nature can bring you to the end of your luck. I
1: love when they put the words up. You can figure it out. Looking My eyes are to about to be massively forced to give up. Chicken attack. Chicken attack.
0: But you are
2: face chicken attack.
1: Go chicken, go. Go chicken, go. Oh, 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 oh. They can't fly, bro. Chicken attack. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the video, Phil. You're a lunatic. DLive.TV slash TV. -tv. Tomorrow night with the great Kitty B. Alright, so where were we? That's right. So a little bit after... um, dying mother gate we have a story that's a little more local to my city Uh, not the part of the city that i live in this is the gay part we're talking about here believe it or not urgent warning and new mask rules for everyone living in an apartment building as eastern suburbs building records eight infected residents that's right Wait a minute, Boogs, are you saying that uh, because somebody in my apartment building tested positive for coronavirus that I can't go outside? Yes, that's what we're saying. Yes. Somebody you may not have even met before. Just because they happen to live in the same apartment block, you can't go outside anymore. And I've got good news, ladies and gentlemen. The apartment block was being guarded by police. To stop people from going in or out. An apartment block in Sydney is at the centre of a new COVID scare as a raft of rules prevent further spread are rolled out. The block in the eastern suburbs has reported eight infections across five households. Chief Health Officer Dr Kerry Chant revealed on Monday, she said the source of infection had been found and work was underway to move the residents with COVID into, ladies and gentlemen, get this, state run accommodation <clears throat> So yes so if you live in this apartment block and you don't have covid too bad somebody else in the apartment block has covid so now you need to be quarantined with them that sounds clever But then putting that to one side the people who have coronavirus in this apartment block they're not even they're not even able to stay in their own homes the government will come in and take them away. You want to hear that quote again? Before before somebody tries to flag me as misinformation or something, I will read. I'll read the quote again. An apartment block in Sydney is at the centre of a new COVID scare as a raft of rules prevent uh, to prevent further spread are rolled out. The block in the eastern suburbs has reported eight infections across five households. Chief Health Officer Dr. Kerry Chant revealed on Monday. She said the source of infection had been found and work was underway to move the residents with COVID into state run accommodation. I don't know what to tell you, kids. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, you want COVID gone? I want COVID gone too. Believe it. Believe it, man. We all want COVID gone. You're not special. But again, I'll ask the question that I asked at the start of the show. What kind of society do you want to live in after COVID is gone? Why isn't anybody asking that question? Like I know you are and I know I am and I know other people are. But why isn't anybody that matters asking that question? I wonder. Hmm. Do we want to live in the kind of society where it becomes okay and normal for you, having committed no crime, who, who's not even sick, for you to be, you know, locked in your own apartment block? Is that okay now with police guarding you? Minister of Fun, Kimmy with a Diamond, I'm starting to think I don't miss you after all. <laughs> Do we want to live in a society where it's perfectly okay to go into somebody's home and remove them from their home and put them into quote state run accommodation? Is that what we want? Because here's the thing even if you even if today you say you want that, I guarantee you that there will be another day in the future down the line where you won't. And that's why we say no today. Even though COVID is really scary, even though it's a pandemic, even though you're very frightened about getting sick, I understand, I sympathize with you. But even if you think that this, these measures that we're doing are a good idea today, trust me, it, whether it's next week or next year or next decade or 20 years from now, there will come a point when you will regret having these rules. And you'll say to yourself, oh my God, this has gone too far. And then, and only then, will it make sense to you why people like me were saying now at the start, hey, let's not do any of it. Let's not make this normal. Because we have principles, right? Right? Because, you know, (laughs) <laughs> to steal a corporate you know slogan this is not who we are we don't like you know officers from the government going into people's homes and and taking them out and putting them in state run accommodation because they've they're sick we don't like that as a society we don't really we don't get down that way and no nobody's really taking the care to just go hang on a minute What are we doing here? How about this one? Gets better. Calls for Australians who refuse COVID vaccinations to be banned from pubs, restaurants, offices, planes and even leaving their own homes.
2: Sinister Charlie pipped $5. Welcome back. Also, Welcome that one video of the girls getting arrested in Australia
1: really messed me up. Thank you for joining us, Sinister Charlie. Thank you for the tips, sir. Very generous. I don't, I don't even know the video you're talking about. It, there's been so many. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even know the one you're talking about. Why, if you throw me a link or something on Twitter, we'll do it uh, next show. How about that? Because like I said, we've got a few to get through here. And not much time to do it. So that headline again, thank you, Charlie, for the tip. That headline again, calls for Australians who refuse COVID vaccinations to be banned from pubs, restaurants, offices, planes, and, quote, even leaving their own homes. I told you it gets better. I told you it gets so much better. It's not just dying mothers now. Now we have, this This isn't just some opinion journalist or something. This isn't some writer for the Washington Post, ladies and gentlemen. This is an elected senator. This is a state senator. People voted for this man. Australians who refuse to get the COVID vaccine should be excluded from public life and even banned from leaving their homes, according to one South Australian politician. You want the link? People want the link. I'll I'll put the link in the chat. I'll give you the link. Take the back. You can chew on that. Hope the link's not too long. Frank Pangallo, who represents the South Australia Best Party. That's the name of the party. South Australia Best. (laughs) (laughs) S.A. Best. Nick Xenophon's party. S.A. Best, you're the best. You know who this party is that he's representing here? We'll just go off track here. Let me show you what this party is, okay? And this is real what I'm about to show you. This is a legit political commercial from this party that this guy represents. This is the man who wants to create a two-tiered society where people who haven't had the vaccine are banned from leaving their own homes. This is the guy. Well, this isn't, this isn't him, but this is the party that he's in, okay? This is a legit political ad. Have a look at this. The state is going backwards. Let's stop that insult. I'm, I'm not. This a isn't a mock up. This isn't party. satire. This is That's what they what really S.A. did.
0: Stop soaring power prices. Kids going into state. Vote for change with We're SA Best before it's too damn late. We're the best with SA best. best. Come on out. change
2: in the nick of time forget the rest of SA
1: Best. that's them that's his party <laughs> that's the guy the guy who wants to lock you in your own home and has publicly said from his position as an upper house member in the South Australian government that people who refuse to be vaccinated should be excluded from public life quote Frank Pangallo, who represents a South Australia Best Party in the South Australian Upper House, has called for coronavirus vaccinations to be made compulsory with proof of the jab carried in a Vax port, ladies and gentlemen. Mr Pangallo said the document would make it easy, an easy task for authorities to immediately and efficiently determine if a resident has received the jab. The best part about this is this is like a, left, a pseudo left-wing party, believe it or not. Who would have thought... They're kind of like a soft left-wing party. They parade themselves as bipartisan, but man, what you're saying there, like, you know, (laughs) compulsory vaccinations and excluding people from public life and banning them from leaving their own homes, that ain't soft anything, mate. (laughs) That is, you can choose. It can either be hard left or hard right, whatever you want, but this big middle section here, you ain't in it. Whatever you think you are is not what you are. Mr. Pangallo said the document would make it an easy task for authorities to immediately and efficiently determine if a resident had received the jab. That's what we want, an efficient fucking archive, an efficient list for government authorities to refer to. He proposed it be made compulsory for a person to be vaccinated to travel, go to work, and enter public or hospitality venues, including pubs and restaurants. Does anybody remember on this show over a year ago when we were watching the videos from China of people having to scan into buildings and the building would decide, the uh, sorry, the app would decide whether or not they were allowed to go to work to, uh, that day. Does anybody remember those videos that we watched on this show? What, in February last year, March last year, remember that? Press one in the chat if you can remember at least fucking 10 times when I've been talking about Eventually, they'll say, you can't go to restaurants, you can't get on public transport, you can't go to the supermarket, you won't even be able to leave your house. We're not going to make vaccine compulsory. That's conspiracy theory. We're not going to force you to get it, but you're not going to be allowed to go to work, go to a restaurant, go to the supermarket, go to sporting events, go to concerts, get on public transport or travel, but we're not going to force you to do it remembers me saying this at least a dozen times and yet I I'll, I'll shit you not I have now shared this with other people this article and others like it and I swear to God the same people I referred to at the start of the show with hey just two more weeks bro they're still saying to me that's conspiracy you can show them this is how broken we are you can show them the clip of the politician saying the thing and they will just look at you like it didn't happen. Fake news. Fake news, bro. Swear to... Hand on heart. You can show them the direct quote of the... The senator saying, people who don't get vaccinated should be banned from leaving their own homes. And I'll say, that's never going to happen. That won't happen here. That'll never happen here. Stop being such a conspiracy theorist, Bugs. What do you mean? It's incredible. There he is, Frank. Quote, while people might still have a choice whether or not to get vaccinated, what they can do in the community, listen to this language. This is a direct quote from this guy. What they can do in the community will, quote, need to be controlled and restricted they would need to be a requirement you know what this is like this is like dimmitude in a muslim country do you know what dimmitude is dimmitude is a tax that you pay to the you know the ruling you know muslim party or whatever it is or just to the faith or the or the ruling kind of cleric in the area or whatever for non it's a non muslim tax you're a dimmi a, a non muslim person living in a muslim country and you pay what they call dimmitude So, you know, you you give up a little bit of your paycheck every week for the privilege of living in the Muslim country, for living under their protection. All all this guy is doing is head up your ass, ignorant as fuck, historically illiterate fucking dickhead version of that. And he doesn't even know it. He thinks he's smart, this guy. He would lock up, he would lock up, uh, 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 by the way, Whether I don't know if you know this or not, at the moment I think the total number of vaccinated people in Australia is like ten percent. So he would, at this day, today, he would lock up ninety percent of the people in the country in their own homes. He's he's a fucking lunatic, a lunatic. No, why why don't we have second class citizens? They don't have to get the vaccine, but they should be banned from leaving their own homes if they don't. What's wrong with that? I'm I'm a problem solver. You know, the people of this great state elected me to make the hard decisions. You know he just says shit like that. I looked him up on YouTube, incidentally, because I was looking for a clip of him actually saying it. I looked him up on YouTube. I'm not going to put the link in the chat. His YouTube channel has three subscribers, and he's uploaded one video. One of his videos has like 90 views or something, and... The, the, the actually, the only video he has is a speech of this guy who was just singing in the ad Nick Xenophon. Who, who, how, how did he get in? Who Who is this man? Who's listening to him? Who's watching him? Unfucking believable. So look, these are dangerous times. And dangerous times apparently call, uh, call for extreme measures. Apparently, we need to start seriously considering locking up, you know, vast swaths of the population, banning them from leaving their own homes because, goddammit, we've got to keep people safe. Well, a little bit after that, ladies and gentlemen, we had this development, which I'm sure you'll appreciate. And don't worry, it'll never happen there. Like I said, remember the clips of the Chinese having to QR code scan into every building they went into? Remember that? Government building, restaurant, supermarket, public transport, loading dock, port. It didn't matter. Every Chinese person had to whip out their smartphone and scan in and a green tick would say, say, okay, you haven't been close to anybody with coronavirus today. On you go, you're allowed to go to work. We watched the clips on this show. Who remembers me saying, don't worry, we're just copying everything China has already done. Well, let me present Exhibit C. not mask,
2: but don't come up to me! A supermarket dummy spit. Sweet! Come near me and I'll press charges. The scuffle over masks in Sydney's north. Don't hassle me! Bring it on! At Frango's in Smithfield woman rips into staff for refusing to wear one so they refuse to serve her some have checked out on the check-in system too but now
1: look i'm not an anti-masker i'm not i'm not even an anti-vaxxer i'm not i'm definitely anti not giving people a choice with things that's you know that's pretty much me you know i'm a freedom guy (laughs) So I, I think you you do you, man. That's basically it with me. You do you. If anything that falls outside of you do you, I have a problem with. You do you and I'll do me and we'll be happy. So I'm not an anti-masker. I'm not an anti uh, backer But at the same time, I'm not somebody that's going to harass somebody over it either, right? You know what I mean? I see this kind of shit going on in the street when I'm going to get a coffee. I turn around and go the other way. I'm like, oh, God. I don't want anything to do with any of you right but what what a strange coincidence it is right what a weird scenario it is who would have thought that ramping up the fear and overturning all of our societal norms and basically deputizing large sections of the population to start enforcing rules on one another who would have thought that that would lead to conflict between people Who would have thought that? I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? What a crazy suggestion. Who would have thought that pitting people against each other and creating two-tiered societies with politicians coming out and saying that there should be certain rules for people who are you know, pro-vaccine and certain rules for people who aren't, arresting people if they don't wear a mask and shit. Who would have thought that creating this scenario where we encourage people to dob each other in and... Call up the authorities on people. Who would have thought that this would create conflict between people? It's so strange, isn't it? It's so weird. It's a shocker. Exactly, Monica. Shocking. Shocking development. Huh? So bizarre how these things happen, isn't it? (laughs) Let's carry on.
2: A woman rips into staff for refusing to wear one, so they refuse to serve her. No, no, sorry. Some have checked out on the check-in system too, but now
1: see it's... that's the thing. I understand why everybody's you know emotions are running high and tensions are running high and people are starting to fucking get into altercations in public and stuff. But you still have the ability. You can still change. I just watched. Um, oh, sorry, the video's is not. On. I just watched Minority Report again the other day. <laughs> you you can change your future. You don't have to. Sh- you don't have to kill this man. You can still choose. You have seen your future. You have the ability to not follow it, right? See, here's a little tip. Here's a pro tip. If you're at a store and you're a very, like, anti-mask person, and you're at a store and, you know, the store owner gives you the shits because they say, hey, you can't come in here without a mask, you have two options at that point. Option number one would be to scream loudly so other people in the area film you. (laughs) screaming and you know attacking people and ah, fuck you motherfucker ah, this is such bullshit and the 5G and the fucking all that ah, fuck you could do that or you could you know do this move which is one of my favourites go oh, no worries man see you later go somewhere else <laughs> literally just just walk out and go somewhere else you can do that that is in your court man <laughs> you, you can take control of that wheel and you can drive it however you want You can own that situation. Just go, oh, yeah, no worries. See ya. Oh, what are you leaving for? Well, you don't want my money. (laughs) Take it somewhere else. Give it to someone else who wants it. See ya. No, no, it's your shop. It's your rules. Whatever. I've done this before, like, you know, because my job, sometimes I have to get into buildings and stuff late at night and security guards have to let me in. Sometimes a security guard won't let me in. And, you know... Other people might argue with the I never argue. I just go, okay, what's your name, man? And they go, oh, my name is Mustafa or something, <laughs> you know, whatever. And I say, cool. And they go, what do, what do you need my name for? And I say, well, because, you know, in the morning they're going to ring me up and they're going to ask me why I didn't come here. And I'm going to have to say, well, you know, Tommy on security refused to let me in. So you don't have to let me in. You're doing your job. I don't care either way. But I'm just going to have to let them know that you refused to let me in. You'd be amazed. Nine times out of ten, the fucking door opens. Door opens. Whereas if I had been arguing with the guy, he would have closed it out of spite. I just say, I don't care if you let me in or not. But if you don't, I'm going to have to tell them that you didn't, and then that's your fucking problem. I don't care what happens to you. And I go, oh, well, just be quick. (laughs) I go, no worries, mate. See ya. Beep, beep. Fuck Don't ask me next time. (laughs) Let's carry on. Oh, here we go. This is this will keep people safe. Mandatory. The QR code is key to getting out of this pandemic. Across the QR code is key. How many keys? Ref- how many keys have we had for getting out of this pandemic now? What are we up to? Like key number eight or nine? First, the key to getting out of the pandemic was just two more weeks to flatten the curve. And then it was, well, let's just do six months to flatten the curve. That was the second key to the pand- getting out of the pandemic. Then the third key to getting out of the pandemic was the vaccine. And now now the new key to getting out of the pandemic is apparently mandatory QR code scanning in every building in the state. Go to the local supermarket, you've got to scan in with your phone. Go to work, you've got to scan in with your phone. Go to a library, you've got to scan in with your phone. Petrol gas station, scan in with your phone. Dog groomers, scan in with your phone. Coffee shops, scan in with your phone. Vegan fucking greengrocers scanning with your phone it is now mandatory in this city at least i think it's the state as well but it's definitely in the city uh it's now mandatory for every single building to have a qr code scan you have to go up scan with your phone and it it checks you're logged into your government account because everybody here has to create a government account now which we call service new south wales everybody has to scan in Make sure you're getting processed. Yes, Tom. Exactly. dlivetv slash Major Tom. Getting processed by the boys. They're processing the shit out of us right now, Tom. I need a cigarette to bring me down. I'm getting processed all over my face. So much. They're keeping me safe. So it's now compulsory in all buildings that you go into.
2: Refusing to wear one. So they refuse to serve her. Some have checked out on the check-in system too, but now it's mandatory. The
0: QR code is key to getting out of this pandemic
2: across businesses and workplaces. Supermarkets bringing in health ambassadors. Good. Thank you. you Hey, a
1: a health ambassador? (laughs) (laughs) What is she? What is she like? Fucking Spock? What are you talking about? A health ambassador? hello my name's gloria i'm here representing the company as a health ambassador can i check your temperature today (laughs) hi my name's gloria i'm a health ambassador for this supermarket would you mind if i put a finger in your rectum and see how warm you are i'm an ambassador I saw a guy walking around the city the other night with one of those high vis vests on, and it had on the back of it "Covid marshal. <laughs> and I thought, I thought to myself, "Legit, how do you marshal Covid? The fuck, you know, who's who's even who's even the sign writer? Who's printing these fucking vests? Covid, mar- how do you marshal Covid, sir? Are you ushering it into a broom closet? <laughs> what are you doing out here?" No, you're a people marshal. You're marshalling people around. You're moving them around. You don't know if they got COVID. <laughs> Such fucking bullshit. A COVID marshal now. They kind of walk around like um, ticket collectors, right? They walk around like people who put a ticket on your car if you, if you park too long in a spot. But instead, they walk around and they, you know, they check people out. They say, hey, 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 mate, where's your mask? That's what they do. Where's your mask? Hey, hey, hey. You're standing too close together. Move it apart. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you, Marshall? (laughs) COVID Marshall. Swear to God. Now, see, maybe that wasn't catchy enough a term. COVID Marshall didn't take off with the kids, perhaps, so now we have to call them health ambassadors. Better late than never, that's what I say. If everybody do the right things, it'll be uh, yep. quickly back to the normal. Yes, if everybody just follows the rules, it'll be quickly back to normal. This man is unironically saying this 15 months later. <laughs> right? Now you know why I don't get into debates and arguments on the internet. How how can you? What can I say to... What can I possibly say to this man? If somebody legitimately... That's my weak spot. That's my weak... That's my Achilles heel, right? I can debate people. I can argue. I can do all that stuff. We can do... We can throw logical arguments at each other. Do Aristotle proud. We can do that. That's fine. But if somebody comes... If somebody comes up to me who is so just dense and detached... After 15 months of this says, well, you know, if we just follow the rules for a couple more weeks, everything will be back to... I don't even know what to say to them. I just go, oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say it's like telling a kid that Santa Claus doesn't doesn't exist. It's not like that at all. It would be like dragging the kid downstairs, bringing in a guy in a Santa suit and slitting his throat in front of the kid. That's what it is. They... they... How can, how can I possibly you know break this elaborate web of reality that this man has created around himself where he thinks in two, if we just follow the rules for two more weeks, everything will go back to normal? How can I do that to him? I can't. I, I can't murder Santa Claus in front of my son. What are you, nuts? Just let him go on believing this shit. I can't help this man. I can't help him. He's a goner. He's no, I'm sorry, sir. There's nothing we can do for you. So that's what we needed.
2: The new fines, hefty. $5,000 on the spot for businesses, for customers. It's $1,000.
1: $1,000 fines, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm pleased to report that the latest figure I have is 242 fines issued, which means in the space of, what, a weekend? The government has made $242,000 from fining people for COVID, bro. People who are just walking around mind their own business. $1,000 fine, too bad, so sad. A quarter of a million dollars they've raised. Not bad work if you can get it, huh?
2: We can reveal QR code registrations have skyrocketed in Ah. construction among tradies, transport and freight.
0: People come and go all the time.
2: It's not just law enforcement, you need to look out.
1: Uh, Rene with the diamond. Thank you for the diamond, Rene. I don't know if you wrote anything or not because nothing came up, so maybe you didn't write anything, but thank you. Over the weekend, we saw 3,000 calls alone from members of the community who were concerned. hundred. By the way, those 3,000 calls are members of the community who are dobbing in other people in the community for not scanning in or not wearing a face mask. That's what he's referring to. We used to call them rats or toe cutters or whatever. Now we call them concerned citizens. <laughs> Two hundred and forty-two fucking thousand dollars. Ted Dabrowski in the chat. I pay them five K fines on the spot. Balling. Making it rain. Making it rain on the COVID marshals all the time
2: it's not just law enforcement you need to look out who do we need over
1: the weekend we saw three thousand calls alone from members of the community who it's not just law enforcement you need to look out for it's the guy living next door too it's your neighbors it's your friends it's your family hey little timmy is mummy going to the shop without wearing a mask here's a special number you can call to have her fucking locked up sally is daddy going to work without checking in his qr code you know what to do you know the adults never really cared about you in the first place did they i bet they don't even let you have candy before bed i'll let you have candy before bed if you dob in mummy and daddy you'll make (laughs) you'll make mother earth very proud You'll make Gaia very proud and we'll pay for your transition surgery. That's what we'll do. You didn't really want those testicles, did you? Did you, Timmy? Dob in mummy and daddy and we'll make you into a nice little girl. How do you like that? We're concerned.
2: 105 fines were issued yesterday, 16 of them for failing to wear a face mask. 14 people charged with not complying with the public health orders.
1: Charged with a crime. 14 people charged with a crime. How do you like that? All right. Tell you what, with that, I'm going to keep the shows a little shorter from now on, and I've already gone like 20 minutes over. Don't worry. um, I'll be back tomorrow at 6. I'll be out of here by 7 tomorrow because I'm not going to run over Phil and winning TV. I've got more people getting arrested. I've got protests, ladies and gentlemen. I've got stage four lockdowns. I've got experts saying we need tougher restrictions. I've got a whole bunch of shit for you. So come back tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Thank you to everyone for joining us tonight, by the way. Don't forget to follow our friends. Um, Yeah, so I'll be back tomorrow at 6. Irrational Time's on later. I don't know, there's people around. Winning TV tomorrow at 7, but we'll talk about that then. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for being back. And if you haven't been here in the last six weeks, again, I guess you've just missed out. You just missed out on the show. So anyway, whatever. That's your problem, not mine. So till tomorrow, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.